to the DC Tweet Team Podcast, hosted by Andy Burroughs. You know what I mean? Maurice Hawkins. Some people call me Maurice. And Shelly Jordan. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. And here's your host, Andy Burroughs. Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team podcast. Yes, we are back. I am your host, Andy Burrows, and I am joined by one of my co-hosts today, the amazing Shelley Jordan. Shelley, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Happy to be here, as always, yes. on this fabulous Thursday. Fabulous mm-hmm. Thursday, we will call this. And our very yeah. special guest is a man who is absolutely killing the podcast game. And I am pleased to say that he's joined us, a very good friend of mine and the Tweet Team uh, podcast. Big Doug. Big Douglas, how are you, my friend? Andy, my dear friend, how are you, sir? I am very well. I have been very, very busy, as you, uh, some people may know. The Euros are on over here at the minute in uh, jolly old England, and we, my work has gone absolutely mental. But Doug, always a pleasure to uh, to have you on our show, my friend. So thanks so much for jumping on, Miss Shelley. It's great to meet you finally. You were a uh, welcome addition to these two. They needed some some juice. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Doug. It's so nice to meet you finally. See, I'm glad but- you're on the show today. Doug, you say juice, we say F-bombs, you know, it's, Uh (laughs) Shelly is is renowned for these F-bombs dropping on the DC. I've I've caught a couple here and there. Yeah, I don't know how you can't, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I haven't got a bleep machine for this uh, podcast, because it would be way over news for me and Shelly sometimes, but um. Doug, I'll start with you, my friend. I put out a tweet uh, about an hour ago, and it's just interesting to get everyone's views and opinions. Um, we talk about what uh, you know the expectations are for the Washington football team. Obviously, they've been raised since last season and since Ron Rivera's coming in. In your opinion, before I get what everyone sent in on Twitter, and we've got quite a few, what is the bare minimum for the Washington football team in season 2021? Uh, I would think seven wins. Bare minimum. Okay. Uh, and, and that's not my personal opinion. I don't think they'll, I think they'll do better than that. And I would assume or hope at least that expectations inside the building should be higher than seven. Seven was last year. You've had an extra game on this year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm all for year two of a rebuild. Who says it all the time? And, and he's right. But playoffs and he, we've been there now, right? Mm-hmm. So expectations should be the playoffs and another division title. Mm. Do you think seven wins will get you out of the division this time? I do not. I do not. That's why I think that realistically, I think they should be shooting for, you know, nine, Mm. nine or 10, I think is where they ought to be feel, uh, feeling good about themselves this year. Seven wouldn't make me feel good. I think that's the bare minimum they win. Yeah. Shelley, what do you think the bare minimum as a as a as a diehard Washington fan like we all are and everyone listening to this? What is the bare minimum? Come end of December, beginning of January, what is the bare minimum you would accept for your for your personal opinion? What was the bare minimum you accept from this uh, football team? Oh gosh, I mean, like I've said in the past, we're going up against some really tough teams because we did win the division, and so our schedule is brutal. So. I'll take anything. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm realistic in that this is, we're still in a rebuild. Um, But I mean, I I would take seven or eight, you know. I don't think eight. I don't think that that gets us out of the division. 
it's not going to get us. It's not going to get us out of the division. But as long as I see that they're trying and they're competitive and that we're close in a lot of these games, you got to understand we're going up against some really tough teams. And we've got a really, we've got a tougher schedule than, say, the Cowboys and the Giants, right? So, I don't know. I, do I expect us to be tough? And, and I don't know. I'm, I, I want us to be, yes. I, I hope the chemistry is there. I, I just don't want everybody getting their hopes up. You know, we have a lot to work on and was last year a, a fluke? We don't know. We, we have a new quarterback. We have a lot new uh, players coming in and we have to hope that it all hits. We have to, all, we have to hope that it all jives and it works. So mm-hmm. And we have a we have a brutal schedule on top of it, so it's a year two on a rebuild year. Mm. I'm realistic with all of that, and I need everybody else to be too. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Dog, that's, a lot to, that's a lot to ask people. Is, you know, we don't we're not good at that in this fan base now. Yeah, this fan base one that, that was like I was. Um, that was gonna kind of be what I was coming on to. I mean, this fan base want win and win now, Doug. We know how it's been, and last season's put a lot of pressure. Do you think we're putting too much into the schedule, Doug? I mean, a lot of people are, are saying that we're putting too much onto the schedule. Yeah, it's hard, but hey, you know what I mean? This, 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 this that proves how far we've come. We, you know, that's a first place schedule, and it's, uh, we want this kind of schedule every season. That's right. Uh, I I know what they say about the first place schedule, and Shelly's not wrong. It it theoretically is harder. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would guess that half the division winners changed last year. So just, you know what I mean? Like other than say the chiefs and the bills uh, who I think are solid and are going to be very good again this, this, again this year, you don't know, you know, who else is going to be. I mean, the the Miami dolphins were on the way to the playoffs till they get Ryan Fitzpatrick right last yep. year. So that doesn't mean that the bills would have been on our schedule that way this year. So, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot put into it, and, and I, I, I get it. I do. I, I know you guys have, too. We've looked at the schedule, and, and I just – I don't know. I don't think it's quite as tough as, as maybe some people think it is. Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, for me, I think I think you need to aim for that 10, 11 games wins. I mean, seven was good last year, and, it you know, it, the amount of stuff that I hear – I don't know. I helped a, a friend out um, – I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, just for 20 minutes, he asked me to jump on his pod over here in the UK. And even they were kind of mocking the losing, the losing record, the losing record for the Washington football team. And, you know, I would like us to have a winning record. I think we now have the team to have a winning record. So I I think if we start with the benchmark with 10 wins, uh, that will easily win you the NFC East. Uh, One of the caveats I put into one of my, my tweets earlier was who do you think will be the biggest NFC East rivals uh, and why? So, Shelley, we will start with you. Who do you think will be our biggest NFC East rivals and why? And then we'll get into Big Doug and we'll go through the Twitter. A lot of people have uh, it's mixed on Twitter, really, with Cowboys and Giants. None surprisingly for the Philadelphia Eagles. But where do you sit with that, Shelley? Um, I, I definitely think it's the Giants. 
And I think it's because of the addition of, uh, they went out and got, was it Kenny uh, Galladay? Yeah. Uh -huh. in free in free agency which i would have loved to have gotten him but he cost a lot I, I do believe i don't i don't know what they got him for but um that was a great addition they got um who else did they get and i i i what in the draft i think they picked up tooney is it tony or tooney how do you say his last name yeah another great tony. Mm -hmm. yeah tony um, so they got, they got, uh, Deanie Dines, some, um, I hate, I hate that, that <laughs> I hate, I do. I hate that, but yeah, they got him some weapons and, you know, he's still developing and he's, you know, he's, he's surprisingly got, you know, some, he's got a good arm. I hate to say that he's got a good arm. Can't really run. You know, he runs and then he just falls down, but mm. he does have the talent. He's got good talent. So it's there um, and they don't have a bad defense. So I would say the Giants. I, okay. That's who I would say. I, Dallas, when I was looking at, I, I, anybody who has Jeremy Sprinkle on their team doesn't really scare me. <laughs> Dak, Dak is always a concern because when Dak's, you know, healthy, they play better. Mm. But um, Zeke has taken a step back. Um, their defense hasn't necessarily been the best. But um, Eagles, you, you never know. They're a dark horse, I guess. But they don't really concern me. They're just a so. horse. They're, they're, they're going to be trying. Yeah. But I'm anxious to see what Doug thinks. So. Yeah, I mean, Doug, just before we get to your uh, NFC East uh, prediction, just going to go through some of the, the Twitter answers that we got. There's quite a few coming in. I yep. can get your reaction. Um, Ellie said, uh, who, we had, who was on the show last week, our biggest rivals will be the Giants. Um, Gorm is or said our record will be 10 and 7. And our biggest rival to the NFC East will be Dallas. Uh, Richard Adams said he would like a winning record. And again, Dallas, he says Dallas have recruited well on defense and with Dak QB, they're going to score a lot of points. Um, Chris, Hog Farmer Chris said, our biggest threat is a toss-up between the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants have D. Jones steps up with an upgraded offensive weapons. The Cowboys have Dak comes back and picks up where he was and their defense, uh, their defense will be mid-tier. Uh, Ricky says win the East and the Cowboys. Uh, ben says more wins than last year and Dallas. Uh, Matt says the Giants for sure. I think we need 10 wins minimum. Um, Doug, where are you sitting? First of all, on the NFC East, who is but, our who is our biggest rivals and why? But wait, who did who did Dallas really pick up on defense? I said this on the show I done on Wednesday. Um, I, I don't think they've improved that drastically they didn't, on really. defense, and it's a lot of Dak's okay. Again, in my opinion needs to prove that he's worth all this money that they're, that they're throwing at him. That's been the Cowboys for years, so the amount of uh, BS that the Washington football team get. What have Dallas done in the last X amount of years, they really? They really you know, improve on defense, America, in my They have opinion. a star on the side of their They have a star, yeah. I mean, you know, you guys are over there. They call them America's team. You know, they're, they're, you know, there's only one team at the minute, and that's the Washington football team, in my opinion, in the NFC East. I mean... Doug, uh, what, what's, first of all, who do you think will be our biggest rival in an NFC East? And and get into most of the comments about Dallas. Do you think they're overhyped a little bit? I don't know that they're overhyped. I think that most people, when asked, will probably say Dallas 
I'm actually with Shelly on this one. I think the Giants have the mm-hmm. best chance to be really good next year. They do have a lot of weapons. If Saquon Barkley comes back healthy, I mean, they didn't have him last year. Uh, they have added multiple new wide receivers. And and really, the defense is very good. Very mm-hmm. good. And, and, they, and they added a bunch of pieces on defense. Uh, Aziz Ojolari from my Georgia Bulldogs are on that team. I'm always mad when when my favorite college players <laughs> go to an NFC East team. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's it. The Dallas didn't really add anything on defense. I know that'll be what people say. I really think just adding a new defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dan Quinn, will mm-hmm. do wonders for that defense. Not that I'm hoping. Yeah, everything you read, people are raving about him already, aren't they? Yeah, people are raving about him already. That's right. Yeah, most definitely. And some guys guys are better off being coordinators than head coaches. I mean, he had a nice run there in Atlanta, uh, Mm -hmm. but I I would imagine that just just better philosophically on defense probably adds them a winner too, and just getting Dak back. You know, I mean, it's kind of hard to go by what they did last year. What kind of pressure do you think Dak's under, Doug and Shelley, to, to produce? Immense Obviously, pressure. It's so, I mean, we, we think Washington, you know, we always want Washington to do well. I mean, the pressure from uh, Jerry Jones coming down uh, to Dallas in the, just in, not in this NFC, you know, this either Super Bowl or bust for them. But for a team that hasn't, when was the last time they were in a Super Bowl? You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of pressure on that, you know, Tony, Tony Romo couldn't do it. You know, now we go to Dak Prescott. I mean, it's so much pressure on, but you know, he's getting paid the big bucks. I guess that's, that's why he's there, I guess. And I like Dak. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. there was talk, I mean, when I, there was talk of him I'd coming to paid, Washington, wow. I'd have paid him easy. I'd have paid him the same money. I know. I really don't have a problem with that. I think they made the only decision they could. You imagine that team starts over a quarterback. Yeah. And bring Andy Dalton back for another year. How they like that? How bad was he, so. by the way, when he came? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Terrible. Yeah, they dragged it out way far too long. They dragged yeah. it out far too long, and they and should have paid him a long. They done the season before though. Who's uh, the running back? Um, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, they dragged yeah. that out, and literally he missed the first two games because he was negotiating. Well, now he sucks. And now he sucks. So hopefully, Dak. No, Antonio Gibson. That's a fact. That is an actual fact. Um, well, and you could tell you could tell he must have wanted to be back, Dak, because generally when the front office starts dicking you around like that, you don't go back. So he yeah. must have wanted Aaron Rodgers. You know I mean? <laughs> Say no yeah. more. Uh, you know, uh, let's not get into that again. But um, Doug, who do you? What do you think uh, when teams? not just the NFC East, when teams play the Washington football team this coming season, what do you see? They think they're going to see as our biggest threat. And our biggest weakness, where are they going to target the Washington football team? You know, obviously we haven't seen no preseason or nothing like that. So yep, this sure. is just us chewing the fat as, as fans do. But what what is our biggest uh, strength and what, what would you say would be our weakness if uh, opposition teams are going to uh, attack? Both sides of the line of scrimmage. Mm. You know, I mean, when you walk in and see those four defensive linemen standing in front of you, I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care who the left tackle or the right tackle is. Uh, same can be said for us, though. You know, I mean, I'm a they must believe Leno is an upgrade. We'll see. Yeah, I, I don't, you tell me who starts at right chapel. I don't think we know that yet. yet I don't think, yet, I think yet, we'll, we'll get the very... fan base is happy. It's a rookie, and yeah. so how does that make you feel? I think this so... could be the interestingest preseason games for a while, you know. Yes, preseason games yep. are going to be very when, when's the last time the offensive line hadn't been set? That's the one thing the Washington's yep. kind of had, I mean, mm. minus the Trent William injury years. Yeah, 
No, yeah, most definitely. Shelley, what do you think uh, other teams will target against the Washington football team? And also, what do you think will be our, our, our strongest point this season? I said the other day on the podcast, I don't I think speed. You look at our offensive uh, weapons that we've got now. We have so much speed at wide receiver, tight ends. You know, uh, your boy Sammy is uh, Shelley. I know he, the, the, the eye candy is there, but he actually looks like he can play a bit as well. He looks ultra fast. I think he'll be used more as, as a blocking tight end, maybe if he gets, if he does make the, the roster. But what do you think teams will target the most against the Washington football team come season 2021, Shelley? What they'll target? As in our weakness. Our weakness. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I look for the first time. Yeah, I mean, we got some serious eye candy. I'm loving it. Uh, See what's happened rookie... to our podcast, Doug. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my husband's on vacation this week. Thank God he ran out to run the errands because, uh, he did see my tweet earlier from the rookie class. I was like, look at this. And he was yeah. like, I don't want to see that. I'm like, I do. That is a lot of women's screensavers right now. I hasten to get silly. They had asked Whatever. me to pose for that picture, but I wasn't available. Yeah, no, yeah. Doug, I, I got the memo, but I'm so busy, my friend. You know, they wanted they asked us to do a, an all-male podcast one, but you know, we're busy guys, Doug. We're busy guys. Anyway, I digress. Very busy. Whatever. When I retweeted that, when I quoted and retweeted that, all I could say was just damn, because they're just I don't know what you can target on for once. I feel like our team and our squad is fit and healthy and just, they look, I, mean, I, I just, I, I, ah, when you say speed, I just say like, they're all like athletic and in shape and look great. And I don't, for once, I'm not worried about injuries mm. for once. I like, they look in, I don't know. They just look fucking fantastic. And Shelly, Shelly not... you're absolutely right too. Not to cut you off, but that that no, was the healthiest okay. team. Like that was the healthiest team last year, and it doesn't get said By enough. And maybe maybe far. that's our greatest attribute is the training staff, right? Because the new training staff was great yeah. last year. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're I staying think that's healthy. a great point. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, are staying maybe that's healthy. That's an upgrade there. I mean, look at like people like Antonio Gibson. If you get him for every single, I know he's struggled with the turf toe a little bit, but you know it's important. Terry McLaurin played all the games last season. I don't think he did. Miss one. Did he miss one? Yeah. Did he like? Yeah, I know he struggled. He's a tough little. He's a tough. You look yeah, at the days tough. when we're going back to like Fat Rob and players like that. And, you know, it's, you know, I yeah. think Doug's made a great point there. You know, the, the team off the field have got up healthy. And if there's one league in the entire world that you need to be fit and healthy for, it's the National Football League. You might get away with it in other sports, not being I mean, 100%. A, a weakness of ours. I don't know. If, what's our weakness? Um I would say just going based off of last year. Um, I would say our coaching staff would have to be better prepared for games because that's something, and I'm not saying coach Ron per se, I would say more. You um, try and go for a touchdown against the giants when he could have kicked a field goal to tie the game. I'm just going to throw well, that. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying more. Um, yeah. But going back to Tampa Bay, let's, Let's get on uh, Coach uh, Del Rio, though, because he wasn't prepared, you know, on defense, in my opinion. So there's that. I think he could have schemed better. So 
that's my personal opinion. And also I'd like to see um, more out of the, our offensive coordinator. I mean, he's got, he's I think got we will of, this season, you know, I mean, yeah, has how many quarterbacks, four quarterbacks in one season. That can't be easy, you know. I understand, but I really want to see um I really want to see him open up the playbook and I want to see more from him. So Fitzpatrick on the center, that playbook is open. I agree, and it's it's totally why they wanted Fitzpatrick Mm -hmm. for his willingness to pump it down the ball and take some chances and risks. Well, I'm ready, I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready for it, but I really, I really want to see it from him because he really, you know, he drove me crazy last season. So I'm, you know, that's that's me. It's fair, it's fair, Shelley. Totally fair. It's only one year for everybody on that staff. Yeah. Right. And I understand it, but that's yeah. just, I, and that's why I'm saying I can only base it on last year. So, sure. um, I would say coaching staff, I just want to see them turn it up. So yeah. that's just based on last year. Yeah. I said last year, uh, last week, sorry, uh, Doug, that I, I think a lot of teams are going to expect us to bomb the ball down the field now, which will create space for a Logan Thomas, for an Antonio Gibson, even to come out the field. Uh, I've watched some stuff on him on YouTube from the college days when he come out as a running back, but, went as a wide receiver and opened himself up. I mean, they're going to be looking down the field at our options at wide receiver. You know, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, et cetera, et cetera, are going to be threats again this season. And I think that comes back to what Shelley says. I don't know if you agree that that's where the opening of the playbook will come. Mm-hmm. Well, much like you guys, we're fortunate enough on our show to be able to talk to people around the team, throughout the league. The league is excited. I mean, not just our own coaches about what the offense can be. The league, they're excited league-wide. To your point earlier, Andy, tons of speed all over the place. Mm-hmm. And and the one thing that the coaching staff under Ron Rivera looks for is position flex. Uh, to your point there, you know, getting guys that can play receiver in all three receiver spots. Running yes, backs slot. that can move out of the running yep. back into the – into all I mean Antonio Gibson played all three running or uh, wide receiver spots that's what year. I'm that's my that was my point I mean you I reckon he'll yeah. be neutralized if, if he's fully hopefully he's fully fit I mean and stays healthy I think he'll be utilized all over the field I mean uh, you know the guy's like a well and McKissick was fantastic last McKissick, year yep yep exactly he doesn't get nearly enough credit for the season he had last year mm. yeah I agree I agree who excites you the most about the rookies Doug well, I'll tell you about the rookies. I really like St. Juice the most out of the group. And I only say that because I really feel sooner than later in nickel situations, they're going to be excited to kick him outside, move Kendall Fuller into the slot, and I think he upgraded there. Uh, so I kind of like the what he can add. If you think of like a young Richard Sherman, that's kind yeah. of who he reminds me of. Tall, Very good rangy comparison, guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of them to like. I really like that guy because I think he's going to get on the field sooner than later. Mm, yeah, most definitely. Um, again, scrolling through social media the last couple of days, the, the hype train for a Heineke to be our starter, Doug and Shelley, is gaining so much. Uh, I've, I've read so much there, and I've heard your shows, uh, Doug, as well. I know you guys have kind of touched it, and a lot of podcasts have, have touched on this subject. Fit, let's, let's be clear here. Fitzpatrick is the Washington football team's starter. QB1. Let's let's not offer argument. Come game one, come game two, come game three. Maybe come game five or six if he's kind of on the slide a little bit. 
I cannot foresee any circumstance unless we get absolutely trounced in our first three games where we might throw four picks a game. And, you know, I mean, but all these people getting, and I got into a few Twitter discussions, we'll say discussions, they kind of turned into arguments, but people getting on this Heineke hype train. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think we might, have a we might have a diamond in the rough there, guys, but come on, let's not be silly. It would be the hope diamond. I mean, there's only mm. there's only one there's only one. Kurt Warner is the comp for like mm. the last thirty years. And trust me, I get beat up on the daily on this Heineken stuff. I hope he's great. If he's fantastic, then awesome. Mm. But reality says that Ron Rivera did everything in his power to upgrade the position this year. Mm. Every including bringing in a guy named Ryan Fitzpatrick that a lot of people are on the fence about. So, mm -hmm. you know. Are we they, overlooking they Kyle Allen? I, he must be uh, hurt still. Yeah. He must not be healthy. I made that point I yesterday to someone. He, yeah. He'd have been, to me, he'd have started out in the number two spot mm. uh, with Heineke at the back. I mean, I know um, he was at camp. I mean, he, we don't, we only see snippets. I don't think he's healthy. Yeah. I don't, Shelley, would you think he's getting obviously if he was fully healthy, Shelley, do you think he's getting overlooked? The like Doc just mentioned, he's been getting he's heard about the Heineke hype train uh, many times, spoke about it on a pod, podcast, and we all get it. Do you think, what do you think, Kyle Allen, a fully fit Kyle Allen, would be thinking? Hey, hello, don't forget about me. You know what I mean? No, he's he doesn't need to be getting overlooked. I mean, everybody needs to have their position at this point. I don't want a quarterback carousel. Everybody needs to just stop the madness. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of the the fan base being split like this. We need to go into the season, have our quarterbacks, you know, it's it's Fitz, then it's it's Taylor. It's everybody needs to just calm the fuck down because I'm sick of this shit. I'm tired of the quarterback carousel. Like honestly. It's if Fitz goes out there, he gets hurt, or if he stinks the joint up, then Taylor might go in. But mm. until that happens, until and if that happens, then everybody just calm down and let Fitz go out there and do his thing. Don't get on Twitter and, you know, on his first interception or whatever there's going to be interceptions all quarterbacks do it that's just the, calm that's down the national football league tom brady it, does it look at tom brady against the Saints yeah. in the in the regular season in the uh the super in the super how many how many in this three you know, like yeah. it happens yeah and happens. yeah and consistency is the thing we need consistency 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 in any but level of sport but he's that. a bomber i mean he throws the the ball down the field constantly and so it's gonna happen everybody just needs to calm down let let him go out there do his thing get his chemistry going get let's just see what happens like mm. I love that Taylor looks so good I love that he put on the weight he he looks great so that when his number is called if it's ever called he's gonna be ready and it's great good on him F fucking fantastic Everybody just calm down. This is our guy right now. Yeah, I mean, like like I just said, Doug, Shelley, any team in the NFL, if you look at consistency over a sustained period, the Saints, uh, the Patriots, Tom Brady, you know, um, any any team needs consistency. The Giants when Manning was there won two Super Bowls, you know. 
with Manning. And for a guy that got a lot of stick, they were consistent with what they had. They he had some terrible games, but I would swap with them right. You know, in the last five or six years, the two Super Bowls that they've won, you know, one one of the greatest games I've ever seen against the Patriots. You know, Doug, how important is it that the Washington football team stick with that consistency and don't don't pull the trigger too soon? Because like Shelley said. It's going to be these idiots on Twitter will be piping up once he throws his first, once he throws his first three interceptions. Say he throws three in three weeks. That's the NFL. You can Tom Brady threw three in one game, you know, not comparing him to the GOAT. But how important is it consistency? And how important is it from what you said earlier, Doug, about a Washington fan base that won't win now? How is it that we are patient as well? Well, patience is hard, as we know. I'll say this, Andy Reid famously was quoted about Alex Smith and Patrick Mahone said, Alex Smith is a great quarterback. There's nothing wrong with him. I would prefer a quarterback that goes out there and throws an interception trying to score a touchdown, knowing that on his next opportunity, that thing might be a touchdown again. Aggression is the way to go. And I I know they asked Ron Rivera early in the offseason about kind of the blueprint they were taking, and he had mentioned the Bills. So I can tell you what the head coach for the Bills said. It is impossible to win with defense alone these days. You have to be able to score points in this league. That It's built for scoring points. So last year, I think we were last in explosive plays down the field. Mm. So imagine if this offense goes from whatever it was last year, 28, just to 15, just to 18. With Fitzpatrick, right? you're going to have go- a chance. Absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that should be able to score 25, 30 touchdowns easy. And so that, that's what I think the excitement about Heineke, or not, not Heineke, but Fitzpatrick is, is some the ability to maybe produce more of these explosive plays, particularly with the weapons they went and added. Yeah. Where, oh, where, absolutely. Where yeah. do you guys think the benchmark is, you know, with Fitz under center, what's the benchmark for points per game, would you say, for us to be competitive every single week? You know, like Shelley said earlier, it's a tough schedule against some teams. You know, we're going to come up against some very good defenses. What do you think Fitzpatrick will be setting his stand? Like Doug, you know, great point. He, he, he can score some serious points and he can, and with our weapons now, what do you think Ron Rivera is, you know, we all, as I used to be a, 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 a soccer coach and, you know, we, we always knew that we could score goals. We always thought two or three within our team. Where does that relate to the NFL? What do you think would be a, a you know, a minimum for the Washington football team come when we start in September? Oh, I bet they're hoping for 27 a game. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the average was. That's actually a, a, a great thought there. I, I'm going to look that up, uh, what the average points per game was for the league last year i bet you ours was at like 22 yeah i yeah i mean ours and we you know we we had the odd game where we were done we went all washington ourselves and we left ourselves a mountain to climb but we always seemed to score points when it mattered i noticed last season um you know there were certain times when i thought oh geez we've dug ourselves a hole here but credit to the team they 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 got out um the steelers on the road you know, yeah. half time. The deep, and that's what the defense will always yeah. give them those opportunities. Yeah. And I think that's why they're probably more like, I don't think Alex, poor Alex, you know, on one leg last year. So I really don't want to put it on him. But mm. the defense, I'm sure, was also hoping that the offense would be more aggressive because they got the ball back a bunch last year. They gave him, mm. I mean, how many times did the offense start with great field position last year and do nothing? Right. So and, and then think about how many games they lost by just two or three points last. The, year. I remember the Lions game last 
Detroit, literally the last second of the game when, you know, we, we should have won it. You look back at the, both the Giants games that we should have won, you know, for all the stuff we get about a seven and nine record, I could pick, there's three games that we picked that we easily should have won. Lions, I think Chase Young gave away a silly penalty right near the end. Uh, the Giants, right. you know, uh, the Giants games, uh, that again come down to coaching and Ron Barbera admittedly held his hands up and said, hey, I want to go and win games, you know, whether you like it or not, I'm here to win games. I didn't want to kick the field, go and take it to overtime. My personal opinion, I think maybe I would have, but maybe that's the mindset we've got us as Washington fans. We're used to that. We're running around saying, hey, let's go for this. And, you know, let's go for the wins. But, you know, I, 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 I yeah, to go back to the original point, I think Fitzpatrick is our starter for the first, it's, I'm going to say five to six weeks. I mean, he's going to have to play some really, really bad football for to Heineke to even get a look in. Obviously, I, I think. But here's, here's the unknown for me going into the season and it's not it's not the defense it's not the weapons that we have on offense it's not even fits it's our offensive line because we don't know who's going to be where yet and we just don't I don't know how that line's going to look and we saw our line last season and it like honestly was I mean it held up okay but it our line just has not been the best. Like, let's be real. Problem is, if when you broke through the line, you're you're running at a man with one leg. Again, coming back to what Doug said. Yeah, no, I mean, Smith, and so the, the offensive line and... has always been an issue for me. And I just don't want to see our quarterback running for their life again. And that's, mm. that's my issue, is protection for our quarterback. So that's my unknown, and that's my concern. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. Points my way, points my way. Now, Doug, in homage to you, my friend, I know for a fact that you love a quiz. Doug, someone kindly sent me the Washington Redskins trivia book. Now, in homage to you, my good friend, I have pulled out this book. And I have a few for you and Shelley, but Doug, I know you are like you are the quiz master. Forget Aaron Rodgers hosting quizzes in right. the states. I like I like asking questions. We'll see how good yeah. I am. At these, <laughs> I've just chose random Washington potluck questions, Doug. So okay. I will hit you up with the uh, the first one. Okay. Colt McCoy threw a career long seventy one yard touchdown pass to which receiver against Dallas in two thousand and fifteen? Oh, it must be the Tanner Man, Santana Moss. No. No. Try again. Anthony Armstrong? No. Huh. I'll give you a clue. His surname is a character in Friends. Surname. Oh. Friends. Friends characters here real fast. Ross. Can I say it? Yeah. Yeah, please. Ross? Is it Ross? Rashad Ross. Yes. Rashad Ross. Yeah. See, big dog, I've stumped him on the the quiz that has been stumped. I take it much easier on my guess. Yeah, I, I wanted to do birthdays, Doug, but I thought that's your Rashad thing. Rashad the Rocket Ross. Yeah, yeah Rashad Ross. What college did he go to, Big Doug? That's one of your ones and your... Uh, uh, I don't yeah. actually know no, the answer, Doug. You, Doug, you could tell me anything here yeah, and I wouldn't know the answer, answer, by the way. <laughs> Pulse. <Pulsa. laughs> I can do like Who's shouting at the uh, at the podcast? Um <laughs> Let's uh, let's try another one. Let's try another one for you, Doug. Uh, what is the most wins the team has recorded in a single regular season? 
Oh goodness. Uh, it's the uh, it's the Gibbs Super Bowl year. I'm fairly certain of that. The team won. Oh goodness. Thirteen was it? Thirteen that year. Mm -mm. No. So close, my friend. Fourteen. 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 Yep. Shelly is uh is, is too zip <laughs> against uh you know this is uh, hey hey I I Doug I, I would have gone hey. I, I before I looked at the it answers was close. I said, it was close it was close it was close yeah. it was close okay Doug last one in 1994 who became the first Redskins to lead the NFC in sacks in 1994 the first man to lead the NFC I will in give you a clue sacks. he has been on my he's been on our podcast and I rated him as one of the funniest guests I've ever had okay I, th I think that we had him on ours that maybe, mm. maybe you're talking about Ken Harvey there yeah, he is the cha-ching Doug uh, well, I didn't uh, know that my one. Friends. yeah Ken Harvey was one honestly one I, I would have guessed LeVar but that was too early LeVar went on the team yet okay. yeah I didn't know that one yeah so uh Doug the Washington trivia book my friend someone kindly sent yeah. me a, a Twitter a Twitter follower just kindly sent me uh just randomly said Andy I've got some stuff for you for, uh, thanks for doing the podcast and this turned up with a mug and everything else but Doug you oh, are cool. still and always will be the quiz master my friend I, uh, well, okay. I when you start doing the college ones and your podcast I'm like yeah I'm out I haven't got a clue birthdays yeah. I always, I always yeah. join in with the birthday ones and again I don't really get many right but yeah Doug I in homage to you my friend that was for that um but Doug thanks okay. so much for uh coming on the uh, the big Doug the show Tell us what you are coming on the DC Tweet Team show. Sorry. Tell us what you've got coming up on the Big Douglas show. You are the busiest man in the podcast world with your MBA. Yeah, we've got a, yeah, I've got one this afternoon. We'll discuss the Wizards. Uh, no coach now, Big Doug. Books. Yeah, what's happened yeah, uh, to, yeah, uh, what's happened to the Wizards? Uh, well, I, 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 as it, like many, am excited about the opportunity to have a new coach in there. So, who's the, fe is a, the female so, uh, a lady has been linked? With uh, yes, uh, Hammonds from uh, uh, San Antonio, I think, will be on the short list. Has she got a chance again? Job. I think she does. Mm -hmm. I think she does. We'll talk to Troy Halliburton from the Washington City Paper today, who will mm -hmm. know well more than we do. So, I'm excited about that one. Uh, Mike uh, Reed tomorrow. From the Burgundy Zone, will join us for our Friday. Ask him episode. to do his English impression that. and see if it doesn't sound okay. Australian, Doug. You'll be my judge. He always turns I'll out there. Good day, mate. And he always send, he turns me into some Australian. But yeah, great, great guest, my friend. So, uh, Doug, the, honestly, my friend, I, I know me and you speak often off air, um, but it's always a pleasure to have you on our show. Madden 22 is out soon, Doug. Me and you are big Madden players. We go we'll back. Play it, we'll play we will, uh, we Andy, will be, real quick before you, before you uh, wrap us up here. Yes. I'm curious today. We're going to talk about um, what ice cream you like off the truck most. The ice cream trucks are rolling around. What is an ice cream truck or the ice cream man? Is there a difference in England? No, I always tell my daughter when he plays the music, it means they've run out. I have my cousin does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, means, but do you know what they're doing now though these are the ice cream men over here they take card oh i can't get you an ice cream dear i haven't got any money on me oh they take card oh brilliant so now, the, right. ice, now the ice cream I, trucks are like chip and I, pin. I live at the beach and the slushy man's out on the beach have cards now like yeah. you just you can't yeah. You can't get away from me, Doug. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it's the it's the same over here. It's quite funny though. We have two come round in the space of like twenty minutes from each other, so we have like ice cream wars around my uh, neighborhood. Well, I'm totally disappointed. I thought you were going to have something crazy that I could reference in the show yesterday, like a, a we probably frozen, have different like, maybe a frozen. Cream. 
I thought maybe it was like a frozen milk poplar man or something. I just thought she had nah, something. You, like, they, you thought they were riding around and like the queen's horses shouting ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> I, I could, I, I certainly hoped. Yeah, you could. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, that would be. Please, that would, uh, have an ice cream. See, now that is a proper English impression. You tell Mike Reed that's how it's done, uh, Big Doug. But Doug, thanks so well, much, I, my man. Thank you, Andy and Shelly. Great to uh, talk with you today. Yeah, it was great. Um, we need to do it more often. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, big, are that. you at week one, Big Doug? Will we be seeing you in DC? No, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I have a family vacation like a couple of weeks before. Then okay, I well, I will swimming. warn you now, Big Doug, after a few beers, I'm going to FaceTime you. Yes, uh, let's do it. I have given you a heads up now. Delhi <laughs> yes, and I will have a few Jaeger bombs and then give you a FaceTime. How was that? Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to have some, some Jaeger and Red Bull and we'll, we'll take yes. them virtually. I'll be we'll... minus the Jaeger bomb, but definitely I'll have beers and maybe a shot of whiskey, but I'll be there. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I, I do not think I'm gonna to try to get to the uh, Carolina game. Okay, yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of I mean, you see the buzz around just quickly the buzz around week one and the fans attending. Doug, I've been to FedEx twice and it's kind of been overrun by traveling fans supporters uh, of the other team, but the buzz around week one at FedEx is incredible. Offensive yeah, I think rookie we're against of the year against the defensive rookie of the year, right? Yeah, I mean, it really should be two teams on the come up. It'll be good to see that FedEx decked out and a new field they're laying right now. You know, it's going to be decked out in burgundy and gold. I mean, I'm... Now, yeah. That's how you know... Hey, look, that's how you know Ron's in charge because he got yeah. the Danny to open up those purse strings a little bit. He's paying yeah. for everything. They went back to Richmond for free. Imagine that. Well, it's about yeah. damn time we got a better yes, field. Yeah. Yeah. About yes, damn time. Yeah, it is. But Shelly, a pleasure as always, my friend. I will catch up yes, with you indeed. soon. I apologize yep. that we've only done one this week, but I'm in no work has absolutely kicked my ass with the Euros. The mighty England are playing Scotland tomorrow. Uh, so be prepared for drunk tweets from uh, me. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the DC Tweet Team podcast. A massive thanks to my good friend, Big Doug. Always a pleasure to chat to you, Shelly. Till next time, everybody, stay safe.